Welcome back to the Create a Relationship You Love Summit. I'm your host, Andrea Carella, Licensed Professional Clinical Counselor. And as you know, the benefits of this summit are to help couples create satisfying relationships and to learn how to communicate authentically with more harmony, understanding, and passion. Today, we have a very special guest, and I'm so excited to have Deborah Keegan with us. She's a sensual lifestyle specialist and helps women feel turned on in their lives and in their relationship. And today, she will be talking about how we can tap into our confidence and sensuality. And her talk is called Igniting Your Feminine Flame. And in our conversation, we're going to be talking about how to reclaim our confidence, ways to uncover sensually empowered self, and how to transform our relationship into one with more passion, vitality, and fun. Welcome to the summit, Deborah. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's so wonderful having you today. We'll go ahead and jump on in, and I know you talk a lot about your mojo and and helping women tap into their mojo. So what is the mojo? Mojo is a good four-letter word. It is slang, but it really, the way that I use it is it's all about our personal magnetism. It's about that life force, the energy, the chi, the prana, whatever you, you know, relate to it as. It's that invisible stuff that is constantly moving throughout not only ourselves, but throughout all of life. And it's what, it's what keeps us energized, enthusiastic, and really, as you mentioned, living a turned-on life. Mm. And what what blocks women's self-confidence usually? And how can we reclaim our self-confidence in our day-to-day life? So we could do a couple hours or weeks on that one, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's not just necessarily one thing. We women are are beautifully complicated and intricate creatures. Um, For the most part... What will block our self-confidence is, bottom line, a lack of belief in ourselves and where we don't feel vulnerable, where we don't feel valuable. We are actually not allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. That, that's, you know, that's an issue that I think is, is one that most people experience at some point in their lives. And when we're not connected to our, our true nature, our, our actual value, we don't feel good about ourselves. And we lack that sense of true confidence. And there's a lot of faux confidence, right? A lot of confidence that can be, you know, puff yourself up and, and hide behind a hardened shell. But most people don't really wor- react well to that or really feel that that is a natural sense of confidence. What I find when I work with the the women that I work with and the clients that I have and have experienced over these last six years, it usually goes back to something that happened earlier on in our lives, really between the ages of zero and seven or eight, maybe sometimes up until 10 years old, but very early on in life. Because at that time, we're all sponges, right? We just were taking in information. But if somebody made fun of you on the schoolyard, right, and like, oh, you know, you look stupid today, or you, you were told that you weren't good enough, or you were told that something is, quote, wrong with you, it, most likely that has actually lodged in your neurobiology, and that creates a kink. 
right? I call it a kink. Mm -hmm. And it's like if we think about a garden hose. So we all can just imagine we're out there about to go water the garden. And you know, sometimes a garden hose gets all wrapped up on itself, right? Mm. And if we're trying to water the garden, the water is not exactly going to come out easily if the hose is all kinked up. We have to unwind and, un and untwist those kinks that we've experienced, which are the, uh, you can call them the ouchies uh, from our earlier life. Mm -hmm. And we need to unwind that. So then our innate mojo, which we're born with, everybody's got it. Nobody's lost it. The volume simply gets turned down, right? It's within you right now. But that kink that is within you, that is blocking the flow, just like the garden hose analogy we were just talking about. Mm, yeah. This, yeah. So this, this will cause problems in terms of feeling confident and really wanting to be big or be seen or be bold or bright in the world. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm just as you're talking, I, I'm reminded of a, a, a workshop I went to. I, I went to see Mama Gina, the School of the Womanly Arts, and she talks a lot about this connecting with our our self confidence and our energy. And it sounds like some of the things that you mentioned are aligned with that. Have you worked with her? Do you are you familiar with her? I know Mama Gina, and she does terrific work, and I love what she's up to in the world. So yes, I'm, I'm familiar, and we are. I would say we're soul sisters. Nice. <laughs> Great. I'm curious, what, what are some of the, the ways that we can incorporate practical tips and rituals for the couples on the call that they can practice in order to tap into their sensuality and also their senses, both inside and outside of the bedroom? So I think uh, something that would be really helpful is for us to just really look at the four pillars and the four corners of mojo. Because like I said, it's a good four-letter word. The way that I look at it and the way that I've brought it to the work that I share, it's these four posts. And so when you're connected to these four pillars, you'll always have access to your sensual self. You'll have access to that sense of confidence, that sense of a turned on experience in life. The M of mojo, it's mindset. Right? So we have to first get our head screwed on straight. And when, we, when we're looking at being a proactive and a healthy and an enthusiastic and yummy, delicious couple, we have to really be aligned with our partner. And that, of course, can change over time. I mean, for me, one of the reasons I started to do this work is because I lost my mojo in a former marriage. My partner and I were just, we weren't aligned. There was not a, a coherence in terms of where we were going and, and how we wanted to ultimately uh, feel in that relationship. So, you know, that was 13 years ago. And now for the last almost six years, I've had such a wonderful opportunity of being able to cultivate a much more cohesive, juicy, and connected relationship with my current partner, where we've gone through these iterations of talking about, you know, the mindset, of course, is, is more of a talking experience rather than a, a body experience. We'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. But like what, you know, again, what are your dreams? What are your desires? What do you want to try in or out of the bedroom? And having the kind of uh, practical things like whether it's uh, a ritual that you you do do together, whether it's you meditate together, whether it's you you really commit to a specific date night. I did my partner and I did not do that in the beginning, and I was finding it wasn't fun. I wasn't 
feeling that connected and, and, and it really wasn't turning me on. And when we got to a place of saying, hey, guess what? Friday night, that's date night, period, no matter what. And it doesn't always have to be crazy or super over the top. But we know without a shadow of a doubt, like that's going to be our time. And that requires a mindset where you are both going to be committed to what you're creating, right? So we have to get our minds aligned first. Mm -hmm. The second piece is what I call the oracle, right? That's the first O of mojo. And this is our bodies. And I call it the oracle because particularly for women, and you know, my clients are women, we need to connect with our bodies. And it's the oracle because our bodies have all the answers. Our bodies always know. They know when we really want to be having sex. They know when we want to be eating chocolate or not, right? Mm. So they also know who we want to be partnered with. Your body is so intelligent and our mojo actually has a home. It lives in our body, low in our body, like, I'm sorry, below our belly button and above our pubic bone. That's the home of the mojo. So when we are partnered, we also want to make sure that our bodies get connected and our bodies are aligned. And one of the simplest ways to do this, and it's simple and incredibly profound, is to link our breath, right? To really sit together and breathe together. Look into each other's eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm astounded by how many partners don't even look at each other, you know, when they're having a conversation. It's either you're looking up quickly from your phone or you're distracted by the kids or you're eating your food or whatever it might be. But that actual moment of connecting eye to eye, breath to breath, you know, having our bodies being, even if we're sitting, you know, knee to knee, so you're sitting fa- facing each other. That's a, an automatic entry into a intimate connection with your partner without ever having to be in the bedroom. Of course, it's really fun because you can carry it on and and continue it in the bedroom. Right. That could be the foreplay part. (laughs) Exactly. And it makes for so much more connected and a depth of, of lovemaking and really profound orgasmic pleasure when you're connected in that way. So we definitely need to have our, our, own, for our own connection to our oracle, right? Mm-hmm. So for women, that's a really big deal. You know, my own journey, again, and most of the women I work with have become so disconnected from our bodies. And that's really the, the masculinization of women. We're in do mode all the time. Mm. And that's become a, a wonderful thing in terms of what we can accomplish professionally, But it's really, I've seen so much suffering personally because there's been a disconnect from our bodies. The women here and the the female partners, like we really, you've got to have this intimate experience with your own being and take that journey from your head down to your life below your neck and remember how good it feels to be in the skin that you're in. Mm -hmm. So that's that piece of it. And then there's the J, the joining with the different roles that we play in life. And this one is, again, it's really um, powerful for our modern day living. As I was saying, we've got careers, we have our personal lives, we've got, you know, whether you're a parent, uh, whatever hobbies you might have. But the fact of the matter is most people are living out of one or maybe two different roles. And 
it's particularly challenging when you're in work mode, the do, 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 I call it the work duck because it's just like work, 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 right? <laughs> right. And then you want to like all of a sudden go get ready for your Friday night or whatever night, date night. But it's like, how do you transition out of that? And this is perfect because one of the best ways and easiest ways to transition out of that is to get back in your body, right? So you could change your clothes, right? If we're going out on a date, you might want to put on something a little more sparkly, maybe something a little flowier, talking to the ladies here, you know, guys, you can put on maybe more relaxed, but still lovely shirt, right? (laughs) That you will have to get another expert for to talk to the men about that. Right, (laughs) right, which we do. So we're good. We're covered. But for the ladies, right, you can just, uh, you can change your clothes, you could take um, a shower or a bath, right? It's, you know, to join with that part of you, that more personal, that more sassy, that more sensual side of you. So when you do go to be with your partner, you will be in that role of your partner's lover, your partner's wife, your partner's just sexy beast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Your shift to the, your sassy self. Exactly. And that's a different role than the one that we bring to work. Which isn't to say you want to turn the volume down completely on that sassy side, because she's really fun to bring into work every now and again. But, you know, like on volume two, and then the professional role is on volume eight, mm-hmm. right? So this is another uh, piece that's important in, the, uh, in, this, in this mojo puzzle. And then finally, the last piece of mojo is the oasis, right? It's the last O of mojo. And this is the environment that you spend time in. And you were talking about what we can do in and out of the bedroom, but I want to start in the bedroom because we spend a third of our lives, maybe a little bit less in our 21st century living, but it's somewhere around a third of our lives in bed. Not always sleeping, having some fun, right? But we spend a third of our lives there. Mm -hmm. The bed, our environment, let me just go back for a second. Our environment is massively important in our success or lack thereof for every part of our life. Because your environment is the cocoon. It's, I call it the oasis because it really needs to be the oasis for your life. It's like the landing pad for your desires and your dreams. And it needs to reflect who you are today and where you're going. So when we think about the bedroom, I want you to start thinking about what do you actually look at? right before you go to sleep. And you're probably looking at that same thing when you first wake up. And so does it inspire you? Does it turn you on? Right? Does it make you feel the way you want to feel? And we're talking also about sensuality. And one of the best ways to transform our bedroom environment is to work with our senses. So I just love, this is, and this is a mindset piece. I'd love to get really clear about what sensuality actually is. Is that okay? Absolutely. So sensuality, when we look it up in the dictionary, it is the connection to our senses, right? And it is experiencing life through our senses, which is a fleshly experience. It's again, it's of the body. So one of the fastest and best ways to connect with the power inside our bodies and to become embodied 
is to consciously utilize our senses. And that's what I wrote my entire book about, Find Your Me Spot, right? It mm-hmm. is, you know, a whole book and a year's worth of exercises. You could work with one a week about using smell, taste, touch, seeing, and hearing so you can activate your mojo. So let's bring this back to the bedroom. Again, if you want to have a more sensually alive experience in life, start with the thing that's closest to you. So again, what do you look at in your bedroom? Do you love the colors or the images in the bedroom, whether it's painting, a poster, a vision board? Is it something, again, that's inspiring you and helping you to create where you want to go? Does it smell good, right? Are we looking at a big pile of laundry sitting in the corner, thrown over the chair? Or are we having some fabulous aromatherapy candles in there? Mm. Um, Are you waking up to some gnarly sounding alarm or are you waking up to some delicious music or some positive affirmations or, you know, some wonderful nature sounds? So you want to start thinking about, you know, and again, what does your bedding feel like? All of these things, as incredibly simple as these things are, when you consciously start to use these sense tools, you will create a different experience for for yourself, which will increase your own sense of confidence, which will therefore translate the way that you're being in your life and certainly in your relationship. And that will allow you to have this wonderful, sensually empowered existence. Mm. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a great way to create that in our environment, especially with that, the room or the environment that we spend the most amount of time. Yeah. And the thing I think that's so cool about all of this is when you are, are aware of these mojo pillars, right? Mindset, Oracle, joining with your roles, the oasis, then whenever you're feeling off balance, you can simply go, okay, look, I am the one standing in the middle. Like, you know, when you're at the mall and it says you are here, right? Mm. (laughs) Like you are here in the middle of those mojo four pillars. If you're feeling lost, all you have to do is look to one of those pillars and go, okay, what do I need to shift towards that pillar? Is my mind off? Am I just like not appreciating my partner? Right? Am I just looking at all the bad qualities, all the qualities that irritate me instead of going, wait a minute, this is the person that I love, that I've chosen to be with. And here's those reasons why and focus on that. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe again, you're just really feeling uncomfortable in your body. Maybe there's been a little bit of weight gain. Maybe there's been You've had an injury. I remember uh, last year I, I had injured uh, my wrist and I, you know, I couldn't work out and I was just not feeling as good in my body. And yet there's simple things, right, that you can do. And one of my favorite ones, if I can share it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, okay. please. Okay, because this is one of my favorite ones. It's one of the most popular exercises from the book and it's called the Love Body Wash. And you know what's interesting? I haven't talked to couples about doing this together. But I think in the context of this conversation, it would be really fun if couples took this on. Yeah. 
So the Love Body Wash is just, it's this exuberant, exhilarating, very over the top, like enthusiastic experience that you do in the shower or the bath, right? And I love it because you're using your sense of touch. We all have to be in the shower or bath, you know, at least a couple times a week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You're using your sense of touch because you're cleaning yourself. You can also use your sense of smell by using some fragrant, I personally recommend, you know, all natural things. I love aromatherapy and soaps or, you know, natural soaps. And so then you can have a soap that smells the way that, you know, you like. So you're activating your sense of smell. So you've got that and touch. And we're going to be activating our sense of hearing because you're going to talk to yourself. So the way you would do this solo is that you would start to say you're washing your arms. You just be like, oh, I love my arms. Oh my God, (laughs) these arms. These arms are amazing. I get to wrap them around my partner. I get to carry my purse. I get to have these amazing fingers with pretty fingernails on the end. Oh, my arms are amazing. And these legs. Oh my God, these legs, right? So you get the gist. I could go on and on. Mm -hmm. And that would be fun if a a couple did that for one another. That could be fun. Exactly. I was like, wow, how much fun would it be to be in the shower with your partner and just be like, oh, I love your legs, baby. These legs are amazing. <laughs> but, you know, it's deeper, you know, it takes it deeper than just the the outer physicality of it. Because when we really do the love, the love body wash, like we'll be rubbing our belly or what I refer to as my goddess pooch, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you rub belly and it's like, oh, I love my belly. Thank you so much. Because underneath here, you're digesting all my food and keeping me healthy. And right. I mean, it's, it's, you get to that deeper layer of what's going on in your body because your body's a miracle. It's mm. doing amazing stuff all the time. It really is a freaking miracle. And I'm telling you just by doing that you know, little bit of the exercise right now, I want to go run a marathon. Like I am fired up. (laughs) It's so (laughs) engaging and it really perks your cells up. It helps you have more excitement for life. So that's, I I, I would, I'm interested in couples feedback on doing it together. Mm -hmm. Leave your notes (laughs) in the comments, how this exercise works for you. Sure. And then with Jay, how how can we uh, use J if we're out of alignment or O? So in terms of joining with your different roles, right, I would say take on some fun role play. If you find that you're just like you said, like I was mentioning, if you find that you're really stuck in work mode, then bring out that sassy, sensual side of you. Again, you could do this by um, taking a, a quick shower or a bath, right? to transition yourself from the work mode. Changing your clothes is a great way to shift roles as well. Because every part of you has a particular energy and has a particular strength. And they also like to dress a little bit differently. So you got to find out like, what does that sassy, sensual part of you like to wear? Like if we were going to create a signature outfit that is just representative of that part of you, what would it wear? Right? Like we all know if we look at some celebrities, I, I mean, I think Jennifer Aniston, right? She's a great example of very classic. She's usually wearing black. Every now and again, she'll put on some white or, you know, maybe red uh, very rarely, but it's always very clean lines, you know, sort of Giorgio Armani, Calvin Klein, you know, that kind of look. We know that's her look, period. 
Mm-hmm. So it's really clear. So you want to find the look of your sensual, sassy side, that role. And maybe it might not be clothing that would be appropriate to wear out in the world just by itself, if that's your, if what you envision that part of you in. However, you could have a part of that underneath your clothes, right? So you could still have that sensual, sassy side present for you when you're going out on a date with your partner, or even if you're going to work and then meeting them afterwards, right? You could have on that lacy, fabulous, wonderful lingerie underneath. And that would be representative of this sensual, sassy side. And you'll know it, right? And it's always so fun when you've got that something going on underneath your clothes that's just that you know, but nobody else knows yet. Right. Gives gives you a totally different feeling. Right. Absolutely. And with the ways to ignite our spark, what are the three steps uh, that we can take to start igniting our spark? Definitely. So we're talking about, you know, igniting the femme flame. And we've really looked at many of those. It's it's tapping into your mojo number one, right? So you want to make sure that you are connected to your life below the neck. That will allow you to, as I like to say, be mojolicious, right? And your, your feminine energy lives below your neck. Our masculine energy, they're just two different qualities of energy. Our masculine energy lives above our, our neck. First, you've got to make sure that you're in your body, that embodiment is huge. That will allow you to have this kind of, this, this spark. It's like, it's like taxis in New York, right? With the light's not on, nobody's getting in there. But if the light's on, oh, now we can, we're, we're, you know, we're attracted to that car. Mm-hmm. So we go, oh, that taxi's available. So being embodied will allow you to have that femme flame and the light turned on, right? That's number one. And of course, uh, number two is you want to make sure that you are be- being more fully expressed by engaging in the different roles that you play. We've covered a lot of that already. And then also the final thing that you want to make sure that you do so that your femme flame stays ignited every day is to, what I like to say, take sensible breaks. So for two to five minutes or however long you would like, make sure that you're consciously connecting to your senses every day. I'm sitting here at my desk, right? I'm in the office and I've got a a little gathering here of essential oils. There's a spray, there are a couple single note oils, and I'll take a little break for a couple minutes and just breathe them. Really, you know, whatever I might need, if it's calming, if I'm just all hyped up about something, right, then I'll be um, sniffing on some lavender. If I need a little bit more inspiration, then there'll be some citrus scents. So take some sensible breaks. Have your, have things that awaken your senses. Fresh flowers, phenomenal thing to look at, reminds you of the beauty in life, right? And it also gives you a richness, I have yet to meet a woman who really doesn't enjoy flowers. And, uh, you know, so you bring those into your environment as something beautiful to look at. So engaging with the senses is, again, a way to make sure that your femme flames is ignited. Mm, Beautiful. And 
The last question, and which is a little bit, we're kind of circling around, but I'm curious about the five gateways to access our most sensually empowered and confident self. Do you have insight on that and and what those steps are? Those five gateways, those are your senses. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are your, they are the five senses and they are the ones that you want to be walking through, right? They are the gateways each and every day. Because again, when you're consciously engaged in your senses, you automatically become embodied. We experience life through our senses. We're doing it unconsciously all the time. But that's the way that we download our experience. And when you start to become proactive with your senses, then you can really change your experience. So you're the one who's creating your life instead of reacting to old patterns that might be in there due to the kinky life, right? Bring it full circle. Mm. And and how can we apply tap into these these ways to to have our desire guide us in our life based on our intention, our life, our relationships, our career, parenting, abundance. How can desire and our connection with that sensual center guide us in our life? Well, desire is one of the most powerful um, energies that there is, right? And we want to take our desire and channel it towards our goals. And, you know, you mentioned many different things and many different aspects of life. Let's just talk about um, personal power and, and igniting the femme flame for now. And to channel your desire and to support yourself, you want to, number one, know what does that desire look like for you? Every woman, again, you know, we're, we're, we're snowflakes, right? We know, but we really are. We're our own unique creatures. And yet we can use these common tools to connect to our sensual selves. If you are wanting to be more sensually alive, if you're wanting to be more excited and enthusiastic in your life, what are the the colors that inspire you, right? What, what, What are those specific tones, those shades? Paint your office. Bring in throw pillows, you know, bring in clothing that you can wear, that, that is the clothes that you love. You know, again, going back to the smells, what smell is going to support you for where you're going? If you're really wanting to be more sensual, have more musky smells, vanilla smells, ylang ylang, you know, things that are a little bit more exotic, They're, they will tap into that sensual nature. So you want to really look at what your goal is and then support yourself with the sensual input that is going to get you there. Hmm. And that's why vision boards are so powerful as a as a visual you know, seeing tool. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I do one every year and focusing on that vision board and connecting with the emotions of it. It just magnetizes it to you so much faster and, and it becomes such a clear direction uh, that you're headed in that it just, it manifests. It, it goes into motion very easily and quickly when you put attention and time to it. So that's great. Yeah. And that's the perfect one, right? For the sensible break of seeing. Spend that time 
a couple minutes each day looking at it, downloading that information into your neurobiology. Because mm. everything we look at hits our optic nerve and then downloads into our bodies. You know, physio- we have a physiological, emotional, and psychological reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So what you want to feed yourself what um, the information of where you want to go. Yes. Well, wonderful, Deborah. It's been wonderful having you on today. And I know you have a very special free gift to offer our audience. Could you share with them what that is? Yeah, this is for all of you. If you are ready to take the next step and just learn a little bit more about those four pillars of mojo, it's a four-part video series. And it's all about engaging with your sensually empowered self. So you will learn about the three dangerous mindsets that every single one of us experience and they need to be put in check. That will be your first video. And your second video is going to teach you all about igniting your power center. Right? This is where your mojo lives. And it's a beautiful exercise. You could do this yourself. You could do this with your partner. It'd be really great if you ended up doing it together because it would bring your bodies connected. So it'll teach you about that. The third video tells you all about joining with the different roles that you play. And the fourth video will let you know about a very important key factor in your oasis that allows you to open up to more power, abundance, love, and opportunity. Fantastic. And we'll include the link on the the page so you'll be able to access that for sure. Great. So this has been a wonderful conversation. It's been so wonderful having you on today. Thanks for having me. Great. Once again, I'm your host, Andrea Carella, Licensed Professional Clinical Counselor at True Potential Counseling. And just to recap what we covered today, we covered how to create a high-frequency home environment as well as our, our bedroom environment, some ways to tap into our mojo and expand our sense of self-confidence, connecting with our senses, and creating practical tips and rituals that we can practice with our partner uh, in order to tap into our sensuality, both inside and outside of the bedroom. Definitely stay tuned for tomorrow where you will be able to tune into our next interview as part of the Create a Relationship You Love Summit series. I can't wait to connect with you then. Have a great day.